The 920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kvec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111911. All right, welcome back to the Dave Congolin program on News Talk 920 KBC. This is Gary J. Freiburg sitting in, and uh, I hope you've had a good day. I, you know, I just hope it's been a good day, and we're getting set for some uh, some additional weather around here. But anyway, I hope things are all well. And I, I'm going to jump right on my guests, and just I, I want to give this one mention on this weekend on Sunday. Craig was kind enough to run the spot that we just did, but uh, we organized. It's called Digging Deep, and and I'm calling it a concert extravaganza. There's five bands. And the very cool thing about it is that not one penny, not one penny has gone for expenses to put on the event. Everything is donated. The musicians are playing for free. It's, doors are going to open at 1130. Bands are going to start at noon and go till six. There's going to be silent auction, food, beverage, and a really good time. And I think that it's okay for us to have a good time. And even though the proceeds to the penny are going to be distributed by people helping people. So all donations are tax deductible. Um, if you can't attend, but would like to send a donation, it's PO box six, Two two one in Los Osos. Zip code is nine three four one two. And getting ready to join us is Chuck Sassina. And Chuck is a longtime Los Osos resident. He's active with people helping people. He's been deeply involved. Not no pen intended, with residents and the agencies since the rain bomb cyclone, and that's that's John Lindsay's words, affected about 30 families in, in Los Osos. Um, though this happened in Los Osos, what happened to these families could happen anywhere, like Rachel Dean was just now saying. If not by flood, there's other kinds of disasters that can happen. Los Osos families could not have been prepared. We never know when when a disaster can happen. And Chuck, I just want to thank you for joining us today on the Dave Conklin Program. You're welcome. Gary, it's great to be here. Thanks. So describe to us what you saw, time of day, just describe to us what you saw when you went to the families that were the victims of the rain bomb cyclone. Well, I I didn't get up into the neighborhood until probably 36 hours later. Uh, It was Wednesday, and it was to go back to the beginning, Monday night, about quarter to five when this happened. It had been pounding rain for three days, especially that Saturday or that Monday. And we'd been without power all day in Los Osos. So people sitting around waiting, wondering, hoping if the power is going to come back on before dark. And about a quarter to five, every siren you could imagine started running through town. And that's when the water came down um, and just flooded neighborhoods. And if you watched, there's a security footage, somebody's security camera at the end of the cul-de-sac that's out there on a Facebook page. And you can watch the 15 minutes of the water building and building and building until and it, it started crumbling metal garage doors and floating your patio furniture down the street. That's how it started. Yeah, and and uh, say again, where is that? Where's the, that was the Vista Court neighborhood. Uh, Pine Street got some of that same sort of flooding. That mm-hmm. was a Monday night. Um, by Tuesday morning, 
volunteers. It was a pretty chaotic scene, actually. A lot of first responders, uh, a lot of wheelbarrows and people. The amazing thing was that it wasn't just Los Osos. There were church groups from San Luis Obispo, over the hill, uh, North County, that came Mm -hmm. within 24 hours. And that's been something that... uh, I don't want to sound corny, but it's been so gratifying, so amazing to see that so many people have come to the assistance and the help of people that they don't even know. And it's perhaps easy enough to write a check, although checks are appreciated, but to be there with the backbending work of digging mud out and um, and just helping. And I just think it, it's such a, a heartwarming thing in this in this world today to see how human beings are reacted. Uh, Chuck, where are we now in recovery? Well, um, we've essentially gotten through the first phase. The, the heavy wheelbarrowing is over. We moved 45 dump trucks, 450 cubic yards of sand in about three days with wheelbarrows and shovels. Oh, my gosh. And, and one little dingo. Um, Becky um, operated the dingo and wonderfully, and uh, that's a lot of dirt. So we've moved all of that. Basically, people have all their goods in their front yards in a pod, waiting for contractors to finish the cleanup and uh, reinstalling drywall and that kind of thing. We've got, I think, two homeowners back in their homes already. Oh, that's good. That was minor damage, fortunately. Some people only had yards damaged. I mean, personally, I would have been devastated if my yard got washed away, much less my furniture. I mean, some of these people had water come in through a sliding glass door into their bedroom and leave the house by buckling the metal roll-up garage door. Oh, my god! That was the devastation. There was two, two stories I'll share quickly at the first CSD meeting. Um... We had one woman come up to us and tell us how, after the evacuation was over, she got back into her house and found all the neighbors' pictures and diplomas and things off the neighbor's wall in her house. Her stuff was in her backyard or down Petcho Road. Uh, There was another woman who came to a meeting and, and talked about how she, her neighbors, who were back home helping, were so very thankful that there was a meeting during the daytime, so that got her out of the house so that they could get her belongings out to the dumpster without her interfering. Oh. I mean, you, thank you for your public comment. doesn't quite cut it for that. Right, right. Um, and again, the thing that I want to underline is that though we're discussing what happened in Los Osos, I think that this has been a real good reminder that uh, disasters can happen in several forms. Like we said with, when Rachel was here, I mean, an earthquake or a fire or, um, you know, God forbid the Diablo goes off. So we never know when when something can uh, can trigger. What would what would be next? Um, yeah, we'll Next, um, we're waiting still for uh, all of the insurance companies to weigh in and um, decide just where the help's going to come from. Um, and the fundraiser that you talked about, the monies that people helping people have put forward, the, the GoFundMes, all of that. Um, I think it's right now we're trying to get people back into their houses. That's the key. Um, and looking at where money can be used to facilitate that as quickly as possible. Some people were still six, eight weeks away. Um, Mm -hmm. There's a lot of drywall that had to come out, um, floors that needed to be replaced. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's, I mean, there are people that haven't, they're still not living in their home. 
Uh, have they found housing, or, or where are people living? Um, we've managed to find, uh, in the, the, the very short term, there were some bed and breakfasts around town that really stepped up big time. Uh, really did a wonderful job that way. Some people were fortunate enough to have friends that have invited them in. Uh, we've been managing that way. Um, the the Red Cross was there with some of that immediate assistance. FEMA, you heard about the, the housing yeah. assistance. Uh, it's hard to find short-term rentals. Oh, uh, man. At a... They're all taken up by Airbnb. Yeah, yeah, at a reasonable price. And some people did uh, step up and offer their Airbnbs. So we've been, fortunately, uh, been able to uh, keep people housed. Um, and, and now it's just getting them back into their houses. Mm-hmm. I do want to mention, and Chuck, thank you for alluding to it, that uh, this weekend on Sunday, we're having the Diggin' Deep uh, Benton Low Systems Benefit Relief Concert. I call it extravaganza. We have five bands lined up. We've got Zongo All-Stars and uh, one of the groups, Mini Nova, the fellows played with Steve Miller and War, um, Carbon City Lights, Be in the Hive, uh, Strange Cake. 100% of the proceeds are going to uh, benefit the victims of the rain bomb cyclone. Uh, it's being distributed and handled by people helping people who have been on the ground, talked with residents, and so it's not going to be a shotgun effect of throwing money out there and, and hoping that it lands in a helpful place. Um, and all donations are tax deductible. Uh, if you can't attend, there is either go to supportlososos.com or there's P.O. Box 6221 in Los Osos. Zip code is 93412. And fortunately, in this disaster... No one lost their life. Yes. So true. So. Uh, if that had happened at four in the morning, it would have been different, I think. Uh-huh. Uh, and just what a, a scary scenario it is to have this water uh, come in one door and have to and have the strength and the power to buckle a, a, a door on the way out. That is uh, that is is just incredible. Um, just. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. Everyone, we're talking with Chuck Cecina, longtime resident uh, of Los Osos, active with people helping people. When we come back, well, we may have a, a call also with Richard Markinson. You're listening to Dave Congleton Program on News Talk 920 KVC. This is Gary J. Freyrig. Please stay here. We're going to be right back. KVEC. All right, welcome back to the Dave Conklin program on News Talk 920 KBC. This is Gary J. Freiberg sitting in for Dave, and with us is Chuck Cecina, longtime resident of Los Sosos, very active with uh, people helping people. And joining us via the phone is Richard Margison. And Richard just does such tremendous work in the community. Uh, his organization, People Helping People, does exactly that. So, Richard, welcome to the Dave Conklin program. Hi, how are you? Good, good. And let's just jump right into it. Uh, in regard to the uh, victims of the rain bomb cyclone, can you tell us what people, helping people, have been doing? Well, right after the event happened, um, a couple of days after, we, we, I called an emergency meeting of our board, and we allocated, I got permission from the board, and we allocated a substantial part of our reserves um, to help immediately. Um, which was in, which then turned into the form of gift cards, uh, gas gift cards, um, accommodations, hotel stays, deposits for contractors, um, payments for pods, um, payments for U-Hauls, things like that, to kind of get people started on 
you know, some of the recovery that Chuck was talking about earlier, um, you know, we, we jumped we jumped right in and started our own um, um, fundraising campaign. You know, I sat in a number of our donors, our regular donors' living rooms, and you know, and got checks and, and received um, you know support. Um, it, it was really, really um, inspiring. Um, the response, like Chuck talked about, all the people coming up in, in droves to help that first week. And, you know, the, the things that have happened since, you know, Kiwanis put on a massive um, barbecue drive through a couple weekends ago and raised $8,200. That's going to go wow. um, to the relief of this. And, you know, this event that's coming up, you know, the, the lineup that Paul Irving put together in such short notice for an event like this is just, you know, just amazing. Um Rotary is step forward. They're providing all the food for free, um, so all the proceeds from that um, for for Sunday's event. Um, you know, plus you know, like I said, all the volunteers that have stepped forward. This is really an inspiring um, event to be a part of. Um, a lot of people have have really come to realize, you know, this could have been them. Um, and for us personally. Um, we have two um, volunteers that live in Vista, Vista Court, um, and one of them was the one Chuck was talking about, who's, uh, you know, she was one of the first two homes that was hit, busted through her sliding door, filled up her house, and broke through the garage door. Luckily, she yeah. was across the street having dinner, or getting ready to have dinner with friends, or she might have been one of the ones seriously injured, or or maybe killed, because um, yeah. the people that I talked, the experts said her house probably filled up within a minute. And she's in her 70s, and can you imagine being in your 70s, retiring, and basically starting over? And the bills for her are just tremendous. And there's, you know, like Chuck said, some people are already back in their homes. Some people it's going to be months, and the, the amount of money, no matter how much money we raise on, on, on a Sunday, it's not going to be enough. And these people will never be made whole. Mm-hmm. And what you alluded to, uh, because as you know, I've been co-organizing with uh, with Paul, and um, it's been it's been a lot of work. But I, I everybody's doing a lot of work and and doing the heavy lifting. But uh, it's been such a gratifying experience to see uh, the humanity. That has come yeah. forth uh, for uh, for neighbors um, and uh, Richard. With all the things that you do with people helping people in needs and wishes every year, uh, it's interesting to hear that even you're amazed at what kind of, of level of community response there has been. Well, there's never been a disaster of this magnitude in this community, and I think it. I personally think the people I've talked to, I think it's kind of you know woke people up that wow, this could have been me. Um, and and I think it's going to be interesting on on Sunday to see what the turnout is and how much money we can raise because um, if 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 people think that that could have been me and where would I be in this at this point, um, maybe they open their pocketbooks up a little bit more than they might have for some other type of fundraiser and that's what we're hoping for. And you know that's that's, that's yes. what I'm, I'm hoping will happen. Yes, and. Uh... Me too, all of us, uh, and what Richard is kindly referring to is the Diggin' Deep uh, Love Sources Benefit Relief concert that has uh, five top local bands who are all playing for free. There's not been one penny that has had gone to the expenses, the venue, the uh, 
everything has been uh, donated and volunteered and is going to be um, administered by people helping people. Chuck? Neither of you has mentioned the silent auction that's going to be a part of that event. We left that for you there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. You've seen them at Needs and Wishes. They're always fun. A lot of the local artists have stepped up. There's going to be some pretty um, top-notch uh, artwork, and uh, it, it, that's just another part of the fun. Yeah. Uh, sea Pines did a nice getaway package mm-hmm. and bottles of wine. And yeah, it, it really uh, is going to be a, a good comprehensive event. And uh, once again, not to repeat, but I will. Um, not one penny has had to be spent for anything. Everything has been donated and volunteered. And if you're not able to attend, you can either go to supportlososos.com or you can send a check Two people helping people. So your your contribution or donation is tax deductible. That's P.O. Box 6221 in Los Osos. Zip code is 93412. And gentlemen, for both of you, I, I, I would ask uh, your perception on, on what's the number one thing uh, that the public can do right now to help the victims? Contribute. Do- donate. <laughs> Contribute. It, it really... um, it just, and just keep them in your prayers. I yeah. mean, there's stories that can be told. Um, uh, it's, you know, the devastation is, was, for some of these people, was just, you know, something I had never seen in an event like this. And um, I think the way to, you know, like I said, most of these people will never be made whole. You know, their photo albums, their personal papers, um, one lady's glasses, she's never found them. They're probably in the ocean. I mean, those kind of things. Um, you know, glasses can be replaced. Photo albums can't. Um, so, you know, just getting them back in their homes, getting them back to some type of normalcy. Um, I think that's, you know, the goal at this point. So I, if there's something I would request is just donate. <laughs> just yes. The more, the more money, the, the better. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that once again, and excuse me for repeating the point, but I think that it's it's worth repeating is that, yes, this happened to Los Osos and yes, this happened to those 30 or so families. But with with we've discovered that bad things can happen, especially I mean, we do have Diablo right here. I mean, God forbid that anything should happen, but it could or fire or uh, earthquake. We know that. So um, there's so many levels to this. That was, that was another good point. Uh, we had uh, a gentleman, I think he worked for the state. He came by with a FEMA employee. They dropped by the um, Los Osos Emergency Coalition that's been put together to handle the distribution of the funds from the fundraiser. And they ostensibly were there to talk about their role in organizing community responses to emergencies. When they sat down and talked with us about a half an hour later, they said, we think you could be uh, kind of a... a, a theme for a class you could you could teach the class your community has done what we try and teach communities to do not that we won't need help next time and and we, that we couldn't do it better um, but it was encouraging to hear that they were proud of us well and with good reason and uh it, it is a very heartwarming experience and i think that that there's it makes it a two-fold story uh that we have uh the victims of the rain bomb cyclone and their needs but then also to see the community response perhaps to even more so we can perhaps be a little bit more cynical these days than we used to and so there's been no hesitation no question it's literally literally been roll up the sleeves and and let's get and let's get it done what has been the attitude of the victims it's been difficult um you know the shock 
at first shock. couple yeah. weeks of, of shock. Um, and I don't think we've hit the anger stage yet. Um, and that's going to come. You know it's going to come. Um, because they, they have been very appreciative, though, yeah. of the um, help that they have received from the community. And I know the the help that they received from people helping people. Um, they talk about that. Um, I was telling Chuck a story yesterday that one gentleman that we we gave a check to to help him with contractor expenses as he was showing me through the house and stuff shook my hand five uh, five times inside the house and one time as i was leaving thanking me um and you know it was he was just overwhelmed with with the response so the gratitude is there but like chuck said the shock is still there and they haven't gotten to the point of this is messed up and and now we're now we're mad <laughs> so you know, yeah we'll, we'll, see, we'll see what happens yes well I, I i know that they are recognizing the work that the community is doing on their behalf and again i will mention that there's so many different ways that people can help this weekend we are having the digging deep uh los Osos benefit relief concert it's at 11 30 doors open 11 30 band start at noon to six there's a new band every hour and there's going to be Lots of silent auction items, um, uh, beverages, food, and and without guilt, I'll say it'll be a good time. We want it to be a good time, but it's all with purpose because we haven't needed one penny to uh, to uh, spend to put the expenses on. Chuck Cecina, Richard Marguson, you guys make such a difference um, in in our community and in the lives of so many people. And representing them, I want to thank you. It's a, my privilege to be part of it for this weekend. Love Los Osos. That's it. All right, everybody. Yeah, thank you, Richard. And coming up next is Sean Rand. His mother was Sally Rand. She was a burlesque dancer that started in the twenties. She hung around hung around with people like uh, Al Capone. So we've got lots of stories. We'll be right back. Listen, News Talk nine twenty KVC, the Dave Conlon program. This is Gary J. Freiberg. Hang out for about five minutes, and we'll be right back with Sean Rand. Wait, wait. The 920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kbec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111911.